and we are live what's going on everyone welcome back to another edition of respect the craft this is episode number 174 and i'm joined once again by the good brother himself he is the owner the booker man so many things at we are wrestling he is pete Rosado. what's going on brother how's it oh man uh first off 174 episodes it's yep. freaking incredible i think the first one i was on was like in the double digits yeah i want to say it was either episode 11 or 12 around there yeah it was like, like very that. early on and then it yeah. came on like in the 90s again and yeah. then now we're at 174 this is absolutely incredible so big kudos to you um thank you thank you oh man it's uh i'm doing all right i mean this this uh heat wave that we're going through right now is absolutely disrespectful yeah um, and and the fact that i have to you know be dressed semi-professionally you know at the, at this point is you know, and yesterday i made the uh uh yesterday i made the uh the unfortunate decision of like trying to actually look really professional so i had on a nice pair of slacks had a nice polo shirt on and i walked outside and i was just like Oh, so we're on the surface of the sun today. And this was at six o'clock in the morning. I was just like already hot. Like I walked a couple of blocks to the train and I was just like, Whew. granted, cardio is not where it used to be anymore, but still like, no. uh, and then the afternoon was just absolutely horrendous. Um, I'm really, don't get me wrong. I'm in no hurry for winter to get here, but I also don't need the disrespect of, 95 degrees with the ultra instinct level humidity and I have to go to work. Yeah. You, you know what it is too? It's one of those where we're going to get to that point of when winter gets here. Once that snow hits, then we're going to be like, we should have just taken the heat. <laughs> no, no. I'm Listen, I'm fine with 80. I'm fine with 82. Yeah. I'm fine with the nice warm high 70s with a teeny little breeze just to make you That's feel what good. I mean. That's what I like. It's like, right, give it me like a nice 70, 75, where it's like, there's well, heat. Well, 70's a little too low, but like, well, you know, anywhere from like 75 to like 82. Yeah. As long you're as still it's getting not a little humid. Yeah, yeah. Right. As long as it's not humid. And that's, that's the thing between New York and Florida. That's the thing. Like, it's so goddamn humid. Yeah. So it's, but apparently that's how it is right now. Most places. Like, it's funny because I just had a bunch of people in Puerto Rico telling me how they're dying over there. Well, now I was telling, always. well, now it's like, and I told Naid when she's coming, like, you're just coming into another kind of heat right now. So good good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> so, but let's let's talk less about weather right now. Let's get into this. The reason we're here is because I have to say congratulations on you guys are celebrating your second year anniversary this coming Friday. We are wrestling is presenting Deja Vu. And I got to say again, congrats, brother. Thank I feel you. Like I mean, the, we're, the first we're time about a we, month. we had you on, we talked about the the first event. And now right. we're here two, close to two years later. Yeah, technically 25 months, right? Okay. So our actual anniversary would have been on August the 13th. Yeah. Um, obviously, uh, timing, you know, other events that were going on, stuff like that. We, you know, we decided, okay, let's kind of push a little bit initially we wanted to do the end of august uh we were well we were thinking the middle of august and we kind of pushed to the end of august um and then just you know personal life hit um i think a lot of people forget about like how that how that goes 
um, yeah. personal life hit and we were like, all right, well, we could push back to first week of September. Um, and that's where we are, September 8th, this upcoming Friday, um, two year anniversary, like I said, 25 months, technically a month off. Um, and, you know, the anniversary show was always extra special for me, um, just simply because of how, um, you know, this company was born from a very great place. I mean, you've known me for many, many years. We have sat, uh, whether it be on your couch or whether it be in, in meeting spaces and things like that. And, and we've just talked about like booking the territory and like what we would do and ideas that we had. And, um, you know, I believe you were there. I think it was in your house the night that I actually drew up and I have it somewhere in this house uh, on a piece of paper. I drew up the first card for the first show that I would have done. And I think I did it in your living room. Yeah. You, um, it was you and I after uh, a meeting at the time that we just yeah, and told me. I drew up the first card and I mean, there were MJF was on that card. Um, you know, uh, a couple of other people that are no longer available to us were on that card. But you know, what's yeah. funny is there were a number of people that were on that card that are also on this show. And have been a part of We Are Wrestling, Mercedes Martinez, Dan Moff, uh, people that were on that card, Matt Awesome. Um, you know, these were the people um, that at that time, I was just like, oh, man, I want them to be involved in, in what, I'm, uh, what I would want to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, lo and behold, here we are. But again, you know, going back to that, like, you know, with this company you know, and it's not, it's not a work. It's straight reality. This company dedicated to the memory uh, of my mom, um, who, you know, unfortunately, you know, tragically passed away nine days before our first show um, and, and physically did not get to be there to, to, to see it all come to fruition. She was there for the whole planning phase. My mom heard me go over so many things and she's just like, I remember, <laughs> I remember the day the company actually launched. No lie. And it's the first time I'm actually saying this. The day the company actually launched, I remember sitting in my mother's living room and I was throwing her these ideas about this show, telling her, oh, it's going to be here. And then I want to do this and I want to do that. And she turned around and she's like, yo, I've heard about this damn show so many damn times. You have so many ideas. Just do the damn show already. And I was at that, that moment, I was just like, all right, cool. Here's what we're going to do. <laughs> um, hey, that's uh, it's what it took. It takes that just... That's my, yeah. that's, I was your mom's blessing right there. Like, just do yeah. it, get and to it, it get really to the great. show. Like, Here now, I mean, obviously we, we started the show in, in New Jersey. Our first three shows were in Ridgefield Park yeah. and I love Ridgefield Park. You know, I, I, you know, I know the venue gets a bad rap sometimes. Hey, um, it's the Mecca, man. It's the Mecca. It, it, it's well, Mecca. there was, there was a bit of debate on social media, whether it is or it isn't. Uh, but you know, listen, um, it's a beautiful place. They took a lot of great care of us. It allowed us to really kind of soft launch into what we wanted to do. And I'm yeah. grateful for that building being that space. But uh, where we are now, St. Helena's Church, um, you know, very important building for me. Um, I, you know, there's a St. Helena's Catholic school. I, I, I previously taught there at one point in, in my career. Um, it's in the Bronx where I was born and raised, my home. Uh, but also that particular venue uh, six blocks away, uh, give or take about a half a block, but six blocks away from where my mom worked for near 20 years uh, of of the of my adult life. Um, and so, you know, very, very important space for me as well, being at St. Helena's. Um, and, I, and I would not, 
Yeah, I was showing Ray them a little earlier. Uh, we fi- I finally got them all out of the boxes and uh, <laughs> stuff like that, and just put all up on stuff. Hey, um, you got You got to have the presentation there. Just have it all. That's, that's well, listen, nice you know, you got, you got. I mean, we've got two chef racks here. I know this has nothing to do with wrestling right now. Uh, we've got like the whole Marvel DC. Well, DC's over here. This whole second and third row here is all yeah. Batman stuff. Uh, classic DC up here. Like I have the original. Uh, DC Green Arrow, the glow in the dark, dark side from Gemini Collectibles. Uh, my pins are down here, um, and then obviously my Marvel, uh, Marvel stuff. And um, this one right here, I get it. A lot of people were like, "You're gonna kill me just because it's out of the box." This one right here, look it up. Loki number sixteen from the original Avengers set. Uh, Loki sixteen. This was a San Diego Comic Con exclusive, limited to four hundred and eighty pieces. Uh, unfortunately, the only one I was able to find that I could afford uh, came without a box. See, I think um, it wasn't you taking it out of the box. Right, It yeah. just came out of the box. Because if yeah, you had taken it out of the box, that, that would have hurt. Yeah, it's the only one I could afford because those yeah, yeah, go yeah. for a couple of thousands of dollars. Which, which and makes I found sense. this one on I found that one on eBay for, I think, about a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. Uh, below five, I would say that because I wasn't spending that kind of money on stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, got that, got a bunch of Tommy Oliver Green Green Rangers of my Ric Flair sign pop over here, Eddie, you know, um, you know, so yeah, the, the pop setup is, and mind you, this is like 50% of what my collection used to be no. because my girlfriend made me sell half my collection uh, and, and for I, good reason. I mean, yeah, I, that you know, makes sense. I Again, you got I was doing nothing with like that part of my collection, but yeah, um, got you, I got you, which I'm, I'm kind of mad you didn't, yeah, it's, it's a lot. You, you didn't, you didn't call me about, Hey, I got this, I got this. I didn't know that you were into pop. Like, like, I, I, like, all this is here. Like I said. See, if I, I would have t- known. If I'd have known, Ray. It's all good. It's known. all good. It's all good. But here we go. We got Matt Awesome in the chat saying you're from Jarrett and myself. Here you go. There you go. Yeah, I, and I know right now, I think, I think Matt and, and um, Jarrett probably down at Hudson Yards right now uh, at the Bronx Brewery Hudson Yards location. Want to give a big shout out to uh, our family over at Invictus Pro Wrestling. Um, they're doing their uh, live showing of their brewery show from uh, back in August. Um, oh, Shout out to them. Yeah, they're doing a live live show, live reveal of that showing. Also, apparently a GM announcement coming from them uh, tonight over Ooh. there. Um, but uh, so proud to work hand in hand with Invictus. I do the commentary over at Invictus. So grateful to do that. Uh, so really looking forward to them. And uh, you can catch the next Invictus show actually plugging this, even though I got to plug my own stuff. Uh, September 29th, also at St. Helena's um, for Trinity, their third anniversary. So think about that. St. Helena's in the month of September is hosting the We Are Wrestling second anniversary show and the Invictus Pro Wrestling third anniversary show. Gotcha. There you go. So congratulations to both. But let's do, let's let's listen to Barton here. Let's do something I usually don't do is listen to Barton, but let's get to the card. Let's talk about wrestling here. Let's get into that. But also we got, we got the guest from last week. We got Landon Hale saying, "My man Pete Rosado." He showed, Listen, Land, he showed did you us. did you hear the promo? I, I did, I did, and he, t- he gave me he gave me the scoop that it was gonna be uh was gonna be a nice message in there. Listen, so. if you haven't heard the promo from Landon Hale, go on our Instagram, our Twitter, our Facebook. Check the We Are Wrestling social media. Yo. Check that promo. Um, Landon went there. I, I that that was like 
Like, damn. Like, he was he was so nice on the interview. I was like, damn, this is the same Landon I just spoke to. Like, Yo, listen. that was, hey, it, it happens, though. Jared didn't take him seriously to his, his thought process. So, hey, right. it, is, it, it happens. It's going to go there. But, hey, it is what it is. Sammy Chaos we, joining us. Yep, we got Sammy Chaos in the building today. I knew this dude's voice sound familiar. <laughs> I, I, I hope Sammy has actually heard, because this is my <laughs> third podcast in three days. Yeah. Uh, third podcast in three days. And I think I'm doing another one tomorrow, literally 24 hours Jeez. before the show. I think Sammy Chaos, over the span of the last six days, yeah. has heard my voice four or five times. Because I saw her last Thursday. Uh, and then she, I think she, she heard my interview on Sunday, on, uh, I mean, on Monday, on, on Tuesday, and now on Wednesday. I'm just like, and then she's going to see me. On Friday. So we apologize to Sammy Chaos for all this. <laughs> yes, so, yes. So too much I trust, there. trust too me, much I do love you, Sammy. It's, it's, I do it's love too you. much. Don't peace. sick Aaron on me, please. I, that could happen. That could happen. But here we go. We got Matt Awesome saying, and that six train scramble is gonna be Liddy. It is. Let's let's get into the card. Before we keep going with the comments, yes. let's start talking about the card. Let's again. It's the two-year anniversary event, Deja Vu. Let's let's talk about one of the pre-show matches. Because there's a reason why with We Are Wrestling, it's a lot different than any other event you're going to go to because the pre-show truly does matter. When you go to these shows, you're going to want to be there early. You're going to want to be there before even that 7.30 pre-show time. Doors open at 7. Make sure you're there. By 6.59, you better be ready to step in through that building. So let's start off with this one. A tag team matchup as you're going to get two of up-and-comers from, I believe, they're, they're students of Mr. Number One himself, yes. if I'm not mistaken. So you got yes. Brandon Bullard here. And well, let's, let's, let's fix that. It is oh. Baron. Uh, there oh. was, unfortunately, a small graphical error that we did not catch in time. Uh, oh. It is the, the Pembroke Pitbull. Okay. Baron Bullard. There you go. So we're, we're going to call him Mr. Bullard for now. But, yeah. uh, again, unfortunately, graphic error there. But it is what it is. You have Baron uh, Bullard there and sensational Dre White. Going head to head with the king and of RMB right there, Stan Michael, and he is everyone's favorite D Vibe. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about how this tag team match came together because we understand you got Mister Number One's pupils right there. But how do we get the pairing of Stan Michael and D Vibe for their for their opponents? Well. So, yes, uh, Mr. Number One, George South, reached out to us, and we'll get into that match in a little bit. Uh, Mr. Number One, George South, reached out to me and said, hey, I've got two students coming up with me. Do you think there might be any opportunities? Um, and by the way, for every professional wrestler, especially young independent wrestlers listening to this, do the drives, take the rides, jump in somebody's car, go to a show with no expectation or guarantee of anything, but just – on the off chance that something might happen, offer your services. Cause you know, there's one thing I've learned in my time, uh, my 10 years in our, in our business is you never know where your next opportunity is going to come from. But uh, Brian uh, Baron Bullard and sensational Dre white are two students of Mr. Number one, George South in regards to Stan Michael and D vibe, both of them making their official debuts here at we are wrestling. Uh, Stan Michael was actually scheduled to make his debut back in November of 2022 at our first Bronx show, Welcome to the Bronx, he was actually scheduled to be in the Rumble in the Bronx. Unfortunately, circumstances happened. Again, real life. 
and uh, Stan Michael was not able to uh, do the show. And uh, I remember telling Stan Michael, I said, hey, we'll, 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 we will bring you back. We will make it happen uh, because I, I really have been a fan of what Stan Michael has done and his, his athletic ability, just that raw athletic ability of Stan Michael. And um, so we, we made good on that, brought him in. He's working here. In terms of D, and I'm going to be very, very honest with you. I'm going to pull back the curtain here. From the very first show at Ridgefield Park, D vibe has been that one young man who has come up to me at every show. I haven't had to ask him. I haven't had to, you know, offer him anything. D vibe has come to me and he said, Hey Pete, give me some flyers. Give me some postcards. Give me some posters. Give me some stuff. I'm going to go promote the show. D vibe was putting our first flyers. Mind you our, for our first couple of shows in Jersey, still flyering New York city trains, like going into the trains, putting flyers in the train, putting posters out around Harlem um, and things like that and other areas of the city, wherever he was training and going around, um, things like that. And when we got to the Bronx, same thing. And to me, it's a commitment that was unasked for, unneeded. D-Vibe could have been just like, hey, listen, I'm a trainee. I'm at the fallout shelter. You have a good relationship with everybody at the fallout shelter. Like, you can book me on my resume alone. And he's not wrong, but it's things like this. That's just like, Hey, I'm going to give you this shot. I'm going to give you an opportunity. And I'm glad that we were able to finally figure out an opportunity that worked for D vibe. And so really this is just about, you know, in, in the case of Stan Michael, just making good on a promise of saying, Hey, we understand what happened the first time, but we're going to bring you back. And with D just really a, a young man paying his dues uh, without being asked to, and really doing everything he can just to put our show on the map and getting his opportunity. And I, and I think for both of those young men, it is not the last time you're going to see either one of them in a We Are Wrestling ring. Gotcha. No, that's awesome here. And especially, again, it's an opportunity to get showcased there. And for all four men, because you get to see two of the pupils there of George South and get to see what they bring to the table. And it's for all four to showcase what they have and to showcase in front of the crowd at We Are Wrestling, though. It's great to see what that's going to be. And again, this is the reason why you got to be there for that pre-show and see what the action's all about. But from that, we go into another huge pre-show matchup as it's some women's action here as you have. She was just in the chat. Sammy Chaos going head-to-head all the way from La Isla del Encanto herself. Nair Robles, La Ola Ola de Lucha Libre is coming to the Bronx, making her official... You get to have her official New York debut on yeah. Friday. Because she has a busy yeah. weekend. She's going to be – she starts on Friday, goes to Long Island on Saturday, then ends it in Connecticut on Sunday. But she and I've already reached out to both of those promotions, by the way. I've already reached out to Victory Pro Wrestling. I've already reached out to the Lucha promotion in Connecticut. Uh, and I've already said to them, I apologize possibly <laughs> in advance. Uh, I, I, am, I, I don't know for sure. Uh, if Nahir will be able to make those uh, those those appearances, yeah, um, and uh, not being a douche, but just like you know, she's going in the ring against Sammy Chaos, and and I don't know if you've, I know you have, but if you've never seen Sammy Chaos in that ring, I mean, yeah. it is it is something else. I saw her just last week go one on one against Karen Bam Bam, and Karen Bam Bam is no slouch in that ring. And Sammy Chaos stood there shot for shot, blow for blow, 
maneuver for maneuver. And there were many times where Karen like had that look on her face, like, oh shit, like, okay. Yeah. You know? Um, and so it's for Nahir, it's again just somebody reaching out, right? Um, Nahir sent a message to the We Are Wrestling social media saying, hey, I'm a wrestler from Puerto Rico, and um, here's my resume, here's some clips to look at, stuff like that. Um, I will be very, very transparent. I don't make all of the – I may make the final decisions on talent, um, but I don't it, – it's not a decision made by me alone. We do have a group of backstage agents that I actually send all of our wrestling content to. Anybody that reaches out to us, I do send them – those things so they can analyze it so they can look through these matches and they can give me that in the ring current professional wrestler opinion because listen yeah and and you and i both we've been in the ring we've trained we've bumped we've done things but i don't consider myself a wrestler thing right i know things i understand things i understand how a match should be put together i understand you know psychology i understand all those little you know caveats yeah. But in terms of being an active competitor in the ring week in and week out, I'm not that. So yeah. while I can look at a match and I can look at a talent and I can say, okay, they're good. This is good. This is good. For the finer details of really analyzing and breaking down talent, I, I send that to my backstage producers and agents. Uh, and then they get back to me and they say, hey, let's let's do something with this. And Nahir did that. Uh, and then she told me, she's like, hey, I'm going to be in New York. Um going on a little bit of vacation and really want to try to get some like wrestling opportunities out of it. And one thing led to another and here we are. And, uh, sorry, not sorry, but, uh, you know, you want to, you want to come in, you want to come to New York. You want to, you want to work some, somebody, Hey, Sammy chaos is here and Sammy chaos is ready. Um, to send Nahir right back on a first class trip, right back to San Juan. Okay. Um, and, and listen, at least Nahir gets to lick her wounds and heal on the beaches of Isla Verde and the beaches of Condado and, you know, gets to do all those great things. Right. Um, that that's, you know, it's like, do you want to, do you want to fly in first class or fly in coach? I'm going to take first class every day. Oh man. Here we go. We got, we got Serena in the chat here saying, Hey Ray and Pete, how's it going Serena? Thank you for, for always showing support here. Thank you, Serena and Papa Dank, for having me on last night on yep. the Beyond the Barricade podcast. Uh, here we go. We got Sammy saying the poor deer. And look at that. We just talked about her. We got Nail in the chat here. Ready to meet Sammy. Don't slander my home chat. When, I would not do what you did to me. I, I was going to say, she kind of, like, like, Listen, I got... I, I, granted, I have family all over the island. Uh, my as do roots I, run, yeah. my run, my roots run deep in, in Puerto Rico. Yeah. As far as I know, I have family in Guaynabo. I have family in San Lorenzo. I have family in Maya West. Uh, so, I have family, she, she, I have family from again. Ponce. There right. you go, right? <sighs> you know. Um, but it's cool. It's cool. And then she wonders why I said, hmm, I think a great opponent for this young lady would be sad. I could have picked anybody, right? I could have gotten any but, but you professional know wrestler. It's the perfect welcome to New York. Because why not? If you're going to come to New York, you and especially to the Bronx. The, other, the only other place you would get something like that would also be Brooklyn. But 
If you're gonna the call Brooklyn, the yeah. Bronx, don't you start. If you're gonna come <laughs> to Brooklyn, and if you're gonna come to the Bronx, why not have a tough challenge like that? And again, it's gonna be a great match. This is why you guys have to be there. Come on down. Be there early. Make sure you're there for this because it's gonna be a stacked pre-show. This is how you're kicking off the show. So it, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be awesome. And here we go. It, oh, Sammy saying it right there. Oh, wait, no. We got Matt Awesome saying all that, all that. But we got Sammy saying it only hurt for a second. There you go. It's just, it's it's that quick. It's just that quick. But um, let's see. We got Serena saying, you're welcome, guys. Show some love to Ray and respect. Thank you so much. Always appreciate it. Always appreciate it. And uh, we got Naida saying, you really threw me to the wolves and one full of chaos. That's, that's what happens. This is. Welcome to New York. This is, this is what Thank we do. You, right. Welcome to New York. That's the, uh, <laughs> that, you know what? Now Nahida's going to feel how I felt when I used to go to Puerto Rico as a kid. Yeah. Right? So even though I'm from Puerto Rico, like my lineage is from Puerto Rico, um, you know, both sides of my family, um, I was born and raised here in New York City. Same. So... I was part of that generation of Puerto Ricans that are considered to be New Yorkans, right? And we were raised on English. Like we were not raised speaking Spanish in the home. Um, so when I would go to Puerto Rico as a kid, like the chaos of being thrown into an island where everybody speaks Spanish. Yeah. Like – Nowadays, you can go to Puerto Rico and there's a lot of English speakers, a lot of bilingual speakers, yeah. um, especially in the major cities, um, because a lot of the universities now are very bilingual. A lot of the schools now are very heavily, heavily bilingual. But when I was going to Puerto Rico as a kid, it was still a very heavy Spanish speaking country throughout. And for a young kid who didn't speak Spanish or at least wasn't taught to speak Spanish. Um, and was kind of thrown into that. That's how Nahir is going to feel when she walks into the ring against Sammy K. My gift to you. See, that, that's what it was. It was like, Pete's like, I got to pay this forward somehow. He just saw Puerto Rico and it gave him flashbacks. And it's like, and this, this is how it happens, though. But I, I on the opposite, I was taught instantly because I was always told that. It's like, how do you expect to go to Puerto Rico? How do you expect to go to Ecuador and not know Spanish? Because that, that was from the youngest. The only thing I would say was hola. That's all I could say. So it's perfect. La hola, hola is coming. All I knew how to say for a while was hola. So now we're, we're good. Oh. <laughs> and, and Sammy Chaos saying, lo siento. Well, I, 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 I don't think that's a genuine sorry. But I'm not going to say otherwise. Because I would like to not have to deal with Sammy Chaos and Aaron Ash uh, for my comments. So we're going we're gonna to keep going here. Let's, let's talk about this one. Let's go into... The six train scramble here. We had Matt Awesome in the chat, so let's let's talk about this. As this match is going to feature Matt Awesome, La Chica Clara, Osito, Anthony Gamble, Nikolai White, a man I just had on the podcast last week, Elijah Eden, or now now simply known as Eden. He has shed another another form of his skin here. New face is on, and we have Eden a part of the six train scramble. So let's talk about this. What what can the people expect? when it comes to what the six tra uh, train scramble is going to be on Friday? Um, so when we started We Are Wrestling, one of the things that I wanted to do was really kind of, I guess, reinvent, if you really wanted to think about that word, or reimagine the scramble match. Like every indie 
every indie has a scramble match, right? Like everybody yep. knows. Um, and I wanted to like, you know, I don't want to just do one of those indies that is just like, I mean, um, one of those scramble matches. It's just literally thrown together. It makes no freaking sense. It's just uh, a car wreck. Yeah. Because um, I hate those. It does nothing for anyone, yeah. especially the talent in the match. And so when we started We Are Wrestling, one of the things that we did was the style scramble. Yeah. It was uh, my ode to the old Evolve style battle. Gotcha. Where you would have two different uh, talents or three talents with different styles yeah. of wrestling. And it was a true style battle. Also an ode to the old UFC where you would have two different styles go up against each other. And yeah. so for our scramble matches, we want to do a style scramble where everyone in the scramble would be uh, representative of a different style of wrestling. And if you look at our first couple of scramble matches, that's what we were trying to do. When we came to the Bronx, I was like, I still want to do the style scramble, but I don't want to call it the style scramble. I want to give it some panache. Yeah. And uh, we called it the six train scramble. So uh, part of what we will be doing, as much as we can, as much as the card allows, we will try to have a six train scramble, a six person scramble uh, on, on every show if we can, if talent and budget allows. Um, I know, budget. Whoever talked about that in indie wrestling. Um if talent and budget allows. Yeah. And, um, you know, we, we want to do something with the six train scramble. We're kind of still throwing ideas around to kind of feel like what the ultimate idea for the six train scramble will be. But I do know I want something meaningful to come out of these scramble matches. Gotcha. No, and again, it, it's it's great because it, it's mixing that opportunity of, again, getting to showcase a various amount of talent in there. And then a lot of young, hungry talent in there. Because you're looking at who, and let me let me go to this comment here as well. We got SP Anderson. What a card! Happy belated birthday, SP. Thank you for yes. checking out. To me, that's that right there is high praise, right? Because so. the guy with the with the experience and the time in this business is SP Anderson. Um, like that to me is high praise. Um, yeah. I know our characters don't exactly always <laughs> see eye to eye in in another company that we both work at, but um, as a person stepping away from the uh, commentary personas that I inhabit at different companies. I have a lot of respect for SP Anderson, a lot of respect for what he's done, what he continues to do uh, and his mind for the business. So uh, okay. for him to say what a card for me is a, um, is, is a major, uh, a major thing that I take. Awesome. No, definitely. SP is always appreciated here. If I'm not mistaken, SP will be joining me next week. We still have to talk about the date, but he will be coming on the podcast next week as we have a lot to talk about. So, uh, but let's let's get into this. Let's talk about just again. You have that because you have a little bit of a clash of styles in there. You have what Osito and Eden bring to the table. Their almost hybrid lucha style that they come with Eden. You never know what chaotic thoughts he's bringing into the game. Osito is just he is the true cocaine bear, if you will. But let's just say he's he's not cocaine. Himself. What? I, I said the. I, let's not say that so we don't get a uh, YouTube doesn't like those certain words. So he's just a. He's an insane bear. That's all we're going to say. But then you have La Chica Clara, what she brings to the table, just a different style altogether. You have Matt Awesome with the chancla. You never know what to expect from Matt, especially when the chancla's out and it's a scramble. So there is technically no DQ. So you never know what could happen. Nikolai White, again, a man that he flows like water. You never know what to expect. And then you have the heavy hitter in Anthony Gamble, and you could just expect that Lariat to come out at any point right there. So that's, that's just going to be insane to see what happens. And I guess we'll, we'll have to wait and see with that scramble there. 
let's let's keep it going. We had him in the chat. Let's talk about his match. Let's go into El Unico Chris Barton going head to head with a man that's been he's been making talents right now. He's been going all around insane matches. It's the energy drink king himself, Vinny Pacifico. If you guys again, this is why you got to be following We Are Wrestling as well. Barton dropping his promo earlier. He's really he's really into this right now, and he he feels like almost Vinny Pacifico is is ducking him, if you will. Like feels like he's just taking this as a oh this is just another booking, but I have this coming up and this coming up. We haven't heard anything from Vinny. I mean, we we really have not heard anything from Vinny regarding this matchup. Um, I know Vinny has a lot of things coming up that he's very, very uh, invested in and very looking forward to. I know he has a, a big match against Alex Shelley. I know he has a, a big match against Bobby Fish coming up all within the next, I think all later this month in September. Um, so I, I, I understand like the idea of someone being so focused on what's coming that you're not really... Um, focus on what's right in front of you. And I think that's kind of a mistake. And that's kind of how Barton feels, right? Like you got to go through me before you can have that match against Alex Shelley or before you can have that match against Bobby Fish. And, you know, what is it going to mean if Chris Barton is able to put a stop to Vinny Pacifico before those matches even happen, right? Does all of a sudden the attention go on Chris Barton? Is our company's calling for Alex Shelley to face Chris Barton? Is he, does he take Vinny's spot? against a Bobby Fish, because, you know, Pro Wrestling Magic always keeping those eyes open. And I know Barton's already on a match that night. So, you know, it, it's – I understand where Barton's coming from, feeling disrespected, because, like, yo, I'm your opponent today. What's up, fellas? How you doing? What's up? What's up, brother? How you doing? Listen, I'm not going to take too much of your time. This is your interview. This is your podcast, right? But I want Vinny to go back and watch this, right? Vinny, you are a punk. You are a punk. You are so focused on everything you have past me. You focus on Alex Shelley. You focus on Bobby Fish. You focus on all these guys and other companies. I have the power to take all that away from you with one move. One move. P, you're in the business, right? P, obviously. Right. We have an old as wrestlers. That we don't hurt each other. We don't take food off of each other's plate. We make sure that we leave the ring the same way we walked in, right? But Vinny, if there's one thing I don't like, I don't like being disrespected, and I don't like being looked past. If I have to make an example out of you and put you in the hospital to show everyone else that I'm not one to mess with, bro, that's exactly what I'll do. So, Vinny, show up this Friday and show up to fight. It is not a single amount of bang energy that's going to give you the energy to take out that only Now, Pete, I'm going to let you go back to your podcast. Ray, it's nice seeing you. Hopefully, I'll see you Friday. That's Peace. Nice. See that, man. All, right. All then, that is El Unico right there and some uh, some real words for, for Vinny Pacifico. It's, yeah. Uh, Pete, you might have a, I, I hope your insurance is all covered for Friday. <laughs> that's, that's uh, listen, uh, we've got we've got Landon Hale, you know, just <laughs> dropping comments, right? You got like, Landon Hale dropping comments. You got Barton now feeling slighted and shaded by Vinny Pacifico. I don't know if anybody saw if anybody saw the promo that Isaiah Wolf dropped earlier today concerning his match against Robert Martyr. He sounds pissed off. 
it, know, it was it was so real. I had to share it twice because I, I noticed I shared it just back to back, and I was like, it just happens when you're when you're hearing what the American gangster has to say. But again, I can't blame Bart when Vinny. Gets we haven't even talked about the tag match. We we have. Well, we're gonna get to that. Hold hold on. We got time. We're good. But it, it, I feel like it's just it, again Friday. You gotta be there. You just see how even Bart and how explosive that is. And then we're not even halfway through the card. So let's get into that. Because he, again, Landon was in the chat. Let's get to his match. Let's talk about this. Just another huge contest here. As you have the good doctor, Landon Hale, going head-to-head with the closer, Jared Diaz. When you talk about the Bronx, how can you not have Jared Diaz on the card? But also, when you just talk about a matchup like this, that truly two guys that you look around the indie scene right now, you're seeing their names everywhere. You're seeing what they're doing, what where they're showing up, what they're bringing to the table. It's a match where th- this has to talk about possibly in the future some title contention here. Right. But just what they're saying to each other. Again, I hope that insurance is okay <laughs> because uh, Landon Hill's threatening to drop people on heads, but I don't think Jared Diaz is going to be too pleased the next time he sees Landon Hill after his promo comments. Like. Again, that low blow there was a little um Yeah. Yeah. It was it was a it was a big one. Matt, Matt I am putting him over, but it's like it, it, it's just, it's it's again, I have to be unbiased here. This is what we do here. It's unbiased, I'll, I'll respect the craft. I'm trying to be neutral as I can because I've had both of these guys on the podcast. Both are great guys, both are cool dudes. But it, it it's hard to try to pick what could possibly happen here. Because neither are going to try to take that W on Friday, especially on an event like this when it is this two-year anniversary for We Are Wrestling. Both are trying to be a part of the third-year anniversary. Both are trying to make sure they keep their spot. Because like Barton said, you want to keep that food on the table. So it's 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 securing time. It's securing securing a booking right there as well. So right. it's a lot a lot on the, on the table right here when it comes to this one. So. Um. You know, Jared. Jared's a very, very, very underrated talent. That's saying a lot. Yeah, that is saying a lot. Um, I think Jared doesn't necessarily get the the respect that he deserves yet. Um, and I think, like, to a lot of people, it's just like not really kind of understanding what he brings to the table. But Landon Hale, like, let's just Landon Hale was sidelined with an injury for almost a year, and then made it to the finals. The finals of the Scenic City Invitation, one of the best and biggest tournaments in independent wrestling, right? And that's and I'm and I'm and I say that because it's you have Bola, you have the ECWA Super Eight, you have the Scenic City Invitation, and that's he made it to the finals. Yep, in one of his first big time bookings after coming back from almost a year long injury. Okay. I've spoken with Landon Hill a lot of times. That wrist injury was so bad, there were a number of doctors who said you should never wrestle again. Like, not on that wrist. You bang that wrist the wrong way one more time, you probably are not going to be able to bend your, bend your hand and have full 100% use of your, uh, of your wrist. No. And he said, no, I'm good. And this is why when I had him on the podcast last week, I had to talk to him about that. And just hearing the motivation, hearing how still, how hard he wants to go at this and what he feels like he still even has to prove still. 
Because right. he knows he's good in that ring, just so uh, just as Jared does. But they both have that chip on their shoulder. They still feel like they're not even at their peak yet. So in a match like this, when both are trying to showcase just what they can be and where they can go, this is going to be a match where it's, it's again, it's going to be one you can't miss. And it might be the, the show stealer of the night, especially when how stacked his card is. And that's saying a lot because I think there's a lot of possible show stealers on this show. Definitely. Again, any match here could be that. But, again, I'm saying for this one just because I know what these two are going to bring. But from that, from, again, this one being maybe a little more flashier, a little more high-flying, let's go into a fight. Let's talk about this as <laughs> you're going to see – we have to, because let's go into this one. As you have the inner city king himself, Jorge Santi, going head-to-head with the cure, Lucas Chase. And this one is, this is not for the faint of heart here. This is not two guys that are going to have that same respect when they go into the ring. Both men, yeah. respect the business, respect what they do, respect what others are doing. But when that bell rings, I feel like that respect's going out the window. Yeah, I mean, you know, you've got two guys who just want to give all they have the best possible match every single time. I mean, Lucas Chase has been with us uh, for three shows um, and, you know, fought Anthony Gamble on his first appearance with us and then was in a tag match with uh, Sky Blue, uh, was that, with Lucas Lala against Sky Blue and Jared Diaz on our last show. So, you know... For this one, like he had, he reached out to me and he said, "Listen, I I really want somebody that is going to continue to test me." That was his thing: continue to test me. And I mean, I've been so happy to have Jorge Santi as a part of the roster. I, I literally had said this back in the uh, when we booked Jorge Santi because I remember you asked me how that was Jorge Santi on the pre-show. Uh, and I told you, like when 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 Santi first came back, there was a question on whether or not he was going to come back full-time, full-time. And he told me, like, he's like, I don't truly know if this is going to be full-time, full-time yet. And I said, okay, I, I understand that. And so we didn't really, you know, talk a lot about bringing him in or else I would have brought him in a lot earlier. Um, no. And so that pre-show match, he was just like, listen, you know, I, I want to be on. I want to come through. And I was like, all right, let's do this. This one yeah, this one's going to be a, a really big fight. You have the inner city king um, in, in Jorge Santi, who I think has only gotten better. And that is saying this as someone who saw him as, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Santi, as the firebird, Jorge Santi, back in the good old days of family wrestling entertainment, FWE. Shout out to okay. the FWE. Man, what a, what a time. That was, listen, you know, and great time. Yeah. But I saw Santi then. Yeah. When like when you think about it, like age wise, body wise, he was like in his prime, right? When you think of it like that. Yeah. And I like this guy is even better. Yeah. Better. Yeah. Now, no, no, again, I have to I have to agree with you. And it's one of those where you just see what Santi could do now, and it's insane to think. This is almost his, his second run, if you will, because right. he's coming up with just the most innovative style. He's doing things that it's like, what if you blink, you miss it at times. This and it's just in true. such a, a, a technical way that it's like, again, it's one of those where I tell anyone, anyone that could that would listen to me, this is a guy you have to book. 
And especially just with the mindset he has for the business, the respect he has for the craft of it all, it, it, it's, it's hard not to have Santee on your card. And then now, again, you add that with Lucas Chase, it's going to be a contest that is just, again, it's going to be a fight. It's going to be gritty. It's, it's going to be an, it's going to be a fight right there. So, and here we go. We got Gino Gotts saying <laughs> Rosado Fears Gotts. Shout out to the good buddy Gino. We love you, Gino. I do listen. I, I do love Gino. I do. Oh, but here we go. We got Auntie in the chat with the eyes. What's going on, Auntie? How you feel? We're, we're gonna be talking about your match a little bit, Auntie. I'm I'm saving that because you gotta save the, the heavy hitters for, for a little closer to the end. But you know, we know you know we love you, Auntie. If you want the link, let me know. You could come on here too, Auntie. We got Ryan does say, what's up, Ray and Pete? What's going on, Ryan? How's it going, brother? But let's let's keep it going here. Let's talk about from that. Let's let's go into this. We talked about his promo he put out earlier. Let's talk about the American gangster Isaiah Wolf going head to head with the stray Robert Martyr. And it, it's to me, it's insane to think this is a first time ever match. Yeah. I could have sworn it happened already. But it I, was I, supposed to. Yeah. That much I know. It was supposed to happen, and it didn't. Okay. Because that's what I, when I when I heard, I was like, okay, this this hasn't happened. Like, I, right. that's what I thought, too. That I was like, okay, so it was going to happen, but now we're at a point where, hey, it's finally happening. And to see, again, what Isaiah's thoughts are in this and just knowing what he's bringing to the table now. Because also – when it was first announced, the first time I heard about it, this is a whole different wolf than we have now. This is now a wolf yeah. coming off a whole European excursion. This is a whole wolf now that's had this time of prolific. That's now going into this as, I want to say, over a year as pro wrestling are heavyweight champion. A man that has done so much and continues to do so much that is it's a whole different competitor here. And then you have Robert Martyr, who's go is is also off of matches with the likes of Minoru Suzuki, and survived to tell the tale. So <laughs> I have to and say Timothy that. Thatcher and and so again, it, this is a match where you know both of these guys. Again, we talk about looking to something to prove. This is one where they're looking to continue to say to prove why they're the talk of the town. Why we talk about them in this way. Yeah. So this is this is gonna be interesting. This is, uh, and I know Martyr's really looking forward to this. Like yeah. Martyr has sat there and he's like, "I I want this match in a really 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 bad way." No, and it's 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 gonna be good to see. It's gonna be good to see it again. It's one of those where I, maybe it was worth the wait. Maybe it truly was worth the wait, and we get to see it right there this Friday at We Are Wrestling. And here we go. We got uh, Gino saying, I've been hit by both Lala and Mercedes, and I still have nightmares about both. This is what happens. They do they do hit hard. This is this is why you find out what that lariat do. I'm just I'm just saying. I don't want to find out what that lariat do. <laughs> you, you I definitely don't. don't. Uh, Wolf versus Marty is gonna be heat. It is, it is. It, it's gonna be insane. Uh Isaiah Wolf has stepped up his game one million percent this past year. He has, and it continues to get elevated. This isn't something where after this, Isaiah's hanging it up. This is where it just continues to get better. This is one of those where, again, maybe by anniversary three, we might be talking about Isaiah Wolf versus someone else possibly for that grand championship. Who knows? 
But I guess it's it's about time we talk about a dream match because pe- oh, we we lost it for a sec. Someone was in the waiting room, but we'll oh. we'll, 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 we'll we'll wait we'll wait one more sec before we could we get into that. So let's let's start getting into again. We talked I talked about it. I I I I gave a little tease. Let's start getting into some heavy hitter matches. Let's start with this one. Let's get into a true tag <laughs> team warfare. Oh, man. I was wondering when we were going to get here. We're, we're going to get into this before before I bring in the lovely guest in the waiting room. We're going to talk about ta- – you know what? We're going to get her opinion on it too. We're going to talk about tag team warfare. We're going to talk about Theo, Dan Moff, and Sean Donovan sent to slaughter going head-to-head with Sentai, John Davis, and O'Shea Edwards. And hold on. Before we do that, let me bring in someone who truly doesn't need any introduction because she's just that good. She is Auntie. This is Ruthless Lala. What's going on, Auntie? How you doing? Hello. We got Auntie <laughs> in the building. But uh, Auntie, you, you saw the graphic. What, what, what are you thinking about that? What are you thinking about the war that's happening on Friday? I don't think we are wrestling has enough insurance, to be honest. I don't think. I don't feel like the Coast Guard and the Army and the Navy SEALs are not on standby. Um, I don't. I just. I. I feel like this match should be its own show. Um, legit. Like just like just have a whole wrestling show. Who's wrestling? These niggas. Um, respectfully. Not, res- <laughs> not respectfully. <laughs> she. She ain't wrong. That's like that could have been it. That could have been the one match show. And it will go on for the amount of time of a show. That's, that's that part. Not respectful. Like, nothing, like there's not going to be nothing else popping. Ain't nothing else going on. Like, the concession stand is going to be done. Uh, by the time it's done, people are going to be dehydrated because they done bought up everything at concession stand. You know, like, just. Yeah, this is. It's. it's I, I spoke to John Davis. I know how he's ready. He's ready. We heard the comments from Moff and Donovan. They're pissed off. Like they, it's, it's. I'm not gonna say they're pissed off. That's 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 like that's the things you say for people who weigh like about sixty pounds to hundred and twenty. Like these, these guys have the anger of beating a murder case for the nineteenth time, and uh, somebody just stepped on their shoe and didn't say excuse me. Like that's the level of anger that we're on. Right now, we, we're, we're, we're not even going to say that they're angry. They're just. This is just another day, but they're just that. That's their level. That's the le- I felt what happens when Dan Moff is angry at someone, unfortunately. Uh, that, that, <laughs> this is why I still haven't been able to go back to the, to the Magic Kingdom. My ribs still hurt. But <laughs> this is just on a whole nother level, especially after the promo from Sentai. That just, that just added a whole nother level to this. I'm gassed to the kills. <laughs> Like it, it's, I don't know if the ring's gonna be able to handle this. VPW has a show the next day; they might need another ring. <laughs> Shout out to VPW because, uh, yeah, their their ring might not be able to handle this. I don't know if Saint Helena is gonna be able to handle this at, on Friday. Like, there should be a lot of a lot of a lot of priests on standby. <laughs> like that whole match is gonna have to be exercised. It just, just. <laughs> Oh man, but that's See, that yeah. that match it, it's it's gonna be real tough with that match, Tate Average. Uh, 
But that's 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 that. That's that. That's gonna be a this true war. You're seeing four guys that definitely are no strangers to this. Four just again, they're no strangers to the game. You got the veteran in there in Dan Moff. You got another veteran in there in Sean Donovan. Another veteran in there in John Davis. The big bad Kaiju's in there who's making his waves, currently holding that callous heavyweight championship, making waves in MLW. It's just the, the, the accolades keep going. To see all four of them square off, that's, that's going to be insane on Friday. I mean, I wouldn't be worried. They all got strong necks. Not the strong necks. <laughs> Like, yo, promise up, Yo, yo, no, no, no. I'll explain it. Yo, nephew, put up the flyer one more time. Put up their math. I, 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 I got you. Got you. <laughs> no. So if we look at exhibit A and exhibit B, C, and D, the only reason you don't see how big Sean Donovan's neck is is because the beard is hiding it right now. But look at Moth. Like, Moth, yo, Moth is the only guy that I know who muscles tell him what to do, bro. Like, when his muscles is ready to sleep, Moth goes to sleep. Like, that's it. And then look at John Davis. Like, his beard is there, but, yo, his neck is so thick. Like, it's like, yo, you see me? You see me? I do this, son. Like, yo, this whole picture looks like four inmates that has beat multiple murder cases. And there's no trace. Not, not, not multiple murder cases. Where's the lie? I, and I love every last one of these people, but where's the lie? I, I'm still on the strong next comment, but we... Again, this is why you got to be there because just this match alone is also worth price of admission. But we're going to keep going because there's a match. We're going to talk about this now because we got Monty in the what? Before we, before we get there. Okay. Okay. So, Lala, I'm actually glad you're here for this. I don't like this, Pete. So, almost two years ago, almost two years ago, at it was all a dream in December of 2021. We saw a main event of Dan Moff versus O'Shea Edwards. And if you didn't see that match, go to our YouTube. We posted the entire match for free. Um, but, and Ray knows this, that match was actually initially scheduled to be Dan Moff versus John Davis one-on-one. And unfortunately, that's when John had his, had his knee injury and uh, could, couldn't compete in that match. It ended up being Moff and O'Shea. So, I've spoken about this on a couple of podcasts now. Lala, you know one of the unwritten rules in wrestling, especially when it comes to putting together a show and booking matches, is when you capture magic in a bottle, don't try to recreate it. Nah, that's, that's true. That's, that's, mm, nah, that's true. And I'm going to let you go with it. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. are we crazy? For taking the magic in the bottle that was Moff and O'Shea, one-on-one, okay. mm-hmm. and now adding Sean Donovan and John Davis to No, it's not crazy at all. I mean, I feel like, honestly, if Russell Crowe was here to be the Pope's exorcist, like, it'll be so much better. That is the only thing that I have. Like, I'm just afraid. There is nobody to exercise these demons that are Sean Donovan, Dan Moff, O'Shea Edwards, and John Davis. That's all I'm saying. That's it. Now, and I know Gino, Gino Gotts is in the chat. Hey, Gino. Gino. Say some shit. Talk some shit, Gino. Hi. 
So it's interesting that we have Lala here and Gino in the chat. And the reason why I say that that's intriguing is because intriguing and interesting is because Lala, uh, for for her career, kind of you know was around the John Davises and the O'Shea Edwards and crossed paths with them and saw them and things like that. So she has a very intimate knowledge of them in the ring. Gino Gatz has a very intimate knowledge of Sean Donovan and Dan Moff because say what you will about Gino Gatz. The man came up in a school in where the head trainers were Sean Donovan and Dan Moth. That's probably why he decided to become a manager instead of becoming a wrestler. Because when you got to go to training every week and step in a ring with Moth and Donovan, it'll make you rethink your life choices as well. So I, I think it's very interesting, Gino, with that, intimate knowledge of this where do you think the advantage lies <laughs> uh, i'm 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 gonna call a draw uh i feel <laughs> like i feel like every last one of these individuals are going to beat the ever loving shit out of each other and none of them are going to have anything else to go um yeah i double double knockout Yep, yep, yep. quad knockout because it's four people. It's four. Quad knockout. Quad knockout. All the niggas done. I I, I love it because that's that's how you stay neutral. That's how you just, yeah, we we ain't getting in trouble. I'm glad this ain't a prediction show. I I don't have to say anything. I mean, mean, first off, let's, let's, whoa, whoa, let's get one thing straight. Uh, uh, I am not scared of now participant in this tag team match. I've actually wrestled one one-on-one. So if I felt like one was going to win other than the other, I'd just say that. They could meet me outside because they know where I'm at. But that's not the situation. I just want to put that out. I am not scared of none of these people. Okay? You know what I'm saying? Like, I just really feel like they're just going to beat the shit out of each other and they're just going to knock each other the fuck out. And that's it. You know? And it's and that's fine. You feel me? That means that, you know, I can take a lot of pictures and it's going to be content for me to put on my blog. There you go. I think it's going to be very interesting, too, because the first time we did Moff and O'Shea was in Jersey. I almost think simply because it's New York, that might be the only saving grace because we cannot cannot do too much without the show getting shut down. Yeah, this is is the only problem with it being also New York. So hopefully this this can remain. That may be the the safety net for this. Maybe, maybe. But it's also, it's all four of them. So you don't know. I've called all four men in matches. However, it's Swift, Dan, Moff, and Sean simply because, yeah. Okay, Gino's giving a pick. There you go. Gino's picking sent to slaughter. Every year I get older. Every year Moff gets younger, stronger, smart. He does. He does. Again, I'm glad. And also, Sean Donovan also has the perfect rectangular triangle chest hair gimmick going on. It's fantastic. Yep. It, it's, it's just, again, it's, like I said, I'm glad this ain't a prediction show. Because I definitely am scared of all four men in this match. <laughs> so I'm going to I'm gonna remain neutral and just say it's going to be a tell Moff you picked against them. <sighs> he already tried to kill me once. I don't want to get killed in the Bronx. Like, I, no. <laughs> <sighs> Let's 
Let's let's go into it. Let's go into the match I know Auntie wants to talk about. Match everyone wants to hear about. The true dream match happening this Friday. Let's get into it as it will be. Ruthless Lala going head to head with the OG badass herself, Mercedes Martinez. And oh, can you hear us, Auntie? I'm gonna be right back. Okay. Oh, <laughs> she. Lala needs a moment here. We don't say that very often. It's all good. It's um, all good. Te- yeah, technical no, difficulties. I mean, um. Again, let's 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 just pull back the curtain here a little bit. Um, first of all, I want to thank um, AEW yeah. and everybody in AEW management for you know this this match being allowed to happen. Um, you know. Mercedes has <laughs> Mercedes has been on a roll yeah. in AEW and she has been a star of AEW Collision on Saturday nights. And um, you know, there was I believe up to the beginning of this week, there was still a modicum of a chance. A modicum of a chance that uh, Mercedes Martinez um, was going to be needed by AEW. And would would not have been able to attend the match, but I, we got confirmation earlier this week from AEW. And again, I want to thank AEW for allowing this this match to happen, um, and 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 making you know AEW made a lot of adjustments. I, I want to give them a lot of credit and thank them so much for that. AEW made a lot of adjustments so that this match could happen on Friday night, um, and you know it, it's going to be an absolute banger. Like, absolute bang. I remember the day that I called Lala and I said, hey, so I'm working on this. Like, not, I've got it. Hey, we're confirmed. Hey, this is what we're doing. Hey, I'm working on this. And it's been about a two-month process. A lot of anxiety. Yeah. Um, it's been about a two-month process to get this match finalized on the book. Uh, and, and, and today, actually, if you, if you saw social media, Mercedes Martinez had something to say to Ruthless Lala today. Um, and, and she said, we're going to go to war, the two OGs. You know, this, this is going to be about respect. I don't know. I remember, and, and I quote, she said, uh, we're going to tear it up. Uh, put respect in all caps on both in all caps uh, our names. Um, yeah. Yeah. We're just going to stop there because if I keep going, I'm going to cry. <laughs> oh. But this is this has been a what Pete told me about the idea. Again, this is where we go back a while just what if this could happen? And I was like, that's, that's just, I, I, my exact response was money. Money, the match would be money. The match would be fire. The match would, again, it could be the whole show. And to see it finally come to fruition here, when I saw the graphic, he sent me the graphic like, here you go, it's happening. And I'm like, the I, next I, said is, Ray, I, I said it to Ray before, I said it to Lala. Yeah. And that is not the picture that I sent for him to use, by the way, 
We're going to keep putting this out there like I'm sick of this shit. And it's not the picture that I sent, okay? I sent that I was happy that I was in Germany and my gear looks nice and sexy and I feel pretty on the inside picture. And then you're going to put... It, it's a ready for war pick. I used your, I used the right pick, Auntie. I got no, you. I no, you didn't. No, I, you I did. No, 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 I used, you I used for my. I'm saying for the interview, I used the right picture for my. Whoever did these graphics messed up. Look at how Mercedes looked. Like she looked at all nice and dark. Like look at this. She dolled up and nice, and then you just got me over here looking like a savage. Oh my god. Ha. This not a savage. Hey, it's Gino Gats. Hey, everybody. <laughs> so I think I think uh, you know Gino. Uh, how far away from the Bronx are you going to be once you hear Mercedes Martinez's music hit? Um, I will be nowhere. I might. You know what? I lost. <laughs> I lost my Easy Pass. So I. Ah, oh, that makes I sense. I was going to come and I was going to special guest ring announce. You go. You know because <laughs> I love both women so much and they love me too. But my easy pass broke. Right. I think it got stolen probably by, I don't know, <laughs> one of your cousins. But um Pro- probably. Yeah, the last time Mercedes Martinez was with us was December of 2021. Um, the same show that we had Moff and O'Shea in the main event. Uh, and it was an incredible an- another great match as well. Um, Mercedes Martinez versus Masha Slamovich. Uh, current Impact Knockouts Tag Team Champion, uh, Masha Slamovich. And Gino Gotts decided in all his tracksuit glory to to come out for that match. And that would have been fine, except he decided to get in Mercedes Martinez's face That's on not the outside stupid. of the ring. That's, that is great. That <laughs> is great. Mercedes, her shoe was untied, and I was simply pointing at it. I wasn't grabbing. I was pointing, and mm. he took it the wrong way. So is that why this happened? We'll be we'll be right back. Is that why this happened? <laughs> Why, why Why? would you dig that up? Uh, uh, just, you know, you gotta have researches over here. Just, you see, let, let me explain that. Do you see she was she was thanking me? She was like, oh, and then what happened? Some little kid behind her pushed her and she slipped and her knee accidentally crushed my orbital bone. I'm not sure I've managed since then. <laughs> oh, man, why? Oh, no. The the good Ooh. buddy Smiley's in the chat, but oh no. Oh. Oh no. Why, Smiley? He's going to be bleeding under that thing. Oh no. Hold on. I, I, I can't see what his head ass is saying. Oh, it, it, I guess I'll, I'll read it for you. I'll see. I hope Mercedes wipes the floor with Lala. He's a Smiley. You know what, Smiley? Smiley, I can't wait to see you whenever it is to put my foot in your ass. Oh. Uh, uh, I don't like you. You are by far the worst general manager in history. Um, the fact that you suspended prolific from not being at any pro wrestling magic for some time now, you're trash. 
you're trash off the rip. Uh, you're the fact that you're so trash. I had to go overseas to defend the belt and make it a world championship now. You know what I'm saying? So I guess I can say thank you, but fuck you at the same time, respectfully. Um, well, on the heels of that, I, I will say I have two, uh, two things to say. First off, I do want to say that we did offer, it was a, a contractual offer on the table to Gino Gatz to come out with Dan Moff and, 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 and Sean Donovan for, the, for that tag team match. And Gino, uh, Gino respectfully declined. Uh, and he said, listen, I, I, I don't think I need to be near that match. The smartest decision you ever made in your life, Gino. Congratulations. <laughs> The easy pass. I lost it. Otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It was just I, that I, match. I, Pete was just offering everything. He offered me to be in, uh, the enforcer for that match. I said, no, I'm good. I'm just going to I He's just watch. trying to get us clipped. He's just, is, that's it. He just doesn't want us around anymore, so he's trying to take, you know, have somebody else do his dirty work. He's I was happy, from the though. Bronx Wood. I, I was happy, though, to, to see Gino get his flowers a couple of weeks ago at the reunion anniversary special for a Bronx Tale. Um, I oh, was, I was, I was Martin. really happy for that. Um, and I, and I really am waiting. Uh, I know it's in the works, but I really am waiting to see, uh, when the Sopranos cast decides to do their reunion, because you know, Gino Gatz is actually a expert level, um, big pussy player. Oh, okay. That we wasn't on the yeah. same page. I mean, trying to say it is, but yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know what? I was uh, an extra in um, Gravesend this past season. See, there you go. It was for like 0.65 seconds, but it was there. Listen, IMDb, here I come. There you go. Listen, I just got to work on getting that SAG card when they finally come back off strike. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's but let's I, get I, back I on track. Let's let's get yeah. back on track here I, uh, for this dream match going on this Friday. I'm and gonna... yeah. Lala, is this the first time you faced Mercedes? Yes, I have been. I have. Uh, so the first time I met Mercedes, it was actually because of Pete. Uh, 2018, it was Kofi Mania. It was at Evolve, and I remember I was such a fucking fan girl. Like, I just didn't want to go up to her and be like, oh, my God, hi. How are you doing? I've been following you. And, oh, my God. I was like, yo, Pete. Yo, Pete. Psst. And it's your girl over there? Introduce me. Pete. Introduce me, yo. And, like, uh, he introduced me to her. And she was, like, a massive sweetheart. And, like, I walked away, and I was so pissed off. That at that point of time, I didn't ask this woman for a picture. And I was like, ah, what's up with that shit? Just wait a fucking go, Lala. And it was like the fucking worst. And I remember um, when I when I returned back, uh, that that was the name that I have been like, I have kept Mercedes' name in my mouth since I've returned to professional wrestling. And I've always said it that that was somebody that I wanted to wrestle. Somebody I wanted to wrestle. Somebody I wanted to wrestle. Somebody I wanted to wrestle. Ha ha ha! I want to wrestle this woman, goddammit. You know, and uh, it's been it, it's been really hard, but at the same time, I've had the honor and pleasure of actually getting a couple of my dream matches knocked off, you know, my list since I've returned. So um, when this was talked about, I was 
I ain't gonna hold you. Uh, I thought P was blowing smoke up my ass. Because P likes to rid me every so now and then. You know what I'm saying? Like, he says he's gonna change my entry music. So I'm gonna fuck him up. Uh, disrespectfully. Uh, so I was just like, all right. I just wanna know if you wanna build a snowman. I'll fuck you up. I swear to God, I will. I I, I will. I, oh, I got it. Why would you mess with auntie? Like, this, like, ask so, Toe what happens when you mess with auntie. Like, it just, he likes auntie, it. He likes Lala it. says I like to river. Lala says I like to river. Because um, he does. And I've always told Mercedes, uh, and I am blessed to have a, a great relationship over the last couple of years with Mercedes Martinez. Um, I, I told her, like, whenever I have an opportunity to utilize her, I always want it to be special. I want everyone that's here in this in this podcast right now knows one of the things that I always talk about when it comes to putting together a match is it has to make sense. Everything that I do has to make sense. I'm a very big stickler for that. And, and this match made sense. But um, Lala, I, I, uh, I do have one more rib for you. See, I told you. Y'all thinking I'll be bullshitting when I say this is what he does. I uh I have one more rib for you. Mm. What, is, um, what is what is relax? Rib, I'm not talking about barbecue. Right. No, I know exactly what he's talking about that. Um yo, this is first off, I don't like the fact that Ray already knows and he's over here. Like, like I don't like this. Like the fact that you talked to Ray about it behind my back, I got questions, but I'm gonna <laughs> let you finish. Go ahead. Go so, ahead. Um, On Friday night, when you go one-on-one for the very first time with Mercedes Martinez, two 20-year veterans locking up for the very, very first time ever. Mm-hmm. You started wrestling when you were 20? Yo, Gino, I'll fuck you up, son. I swear to God. <laughs> uh, I'll slap you again, Gino. I will slap you again. I swear to God. <laughs> Um, I, uh, that match will be contested in the main event of Deja Vu. Oh, bitch. Yo. Oh, Ruthless Lala versus Mercedes Martinez will be main eventing Deja Vu. Oh, I fucking hate you so badly. Oh, yo, yo, he, yo, he's an asshole, son. Like, <laughs> you want yo, he's a fuck. Like, both of y'all are assholes. Like, right now, right now, right now, like, Gino is is like the nicest person in this fucking group chat right now. Yo, he's happy. That's right up his alley. Like, yo, y'all can go to hell. Like, fuck out of here, son. Oh my god, like, and yo, and he does it on purpose, dude. Like, he's just been ribbing, just been ribbing, just. Nah, nah, that's like. Now watch, now you're going to get to the building. Match one. La La Mercedes. <laughs> 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 oh, we done got pushed all the way to the opening. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and then she's got she's to take a flight right after. No picture, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, I will um I will 100% um I will say this here live on this podcast. This is the first time that I'm breaking this news officially that this match will be the main event. Um but what I will also admit is that I have known this match was going to be the main event of the show 
from the very moment I received confirmation from AEW and from Mercedes Martinez that she was going to be available to do this match. Um, and I've just been stringing Lala along the entire time. I have known like from asshole. that very single moment. Um, like an asshole. <laughs> like, like as if you don't know my anxiety is already bad as it is. Like mind, you, mind you, this is before Lala cut her promo, before she got yep. 17,000 something views on, on social media platforms. Um, I knew from the moment we announced that match, I knew that match was going to be the match that closed the night, the match that ended the show on, on September the 8th. Um, and uh, I figured I'd, I'd do it now. And give Lala 48 hours to kind of compose herself. That was nice. Uh, instead of telling her on Friday when she got to the building, oh, by the way, you're main. Go kill it. <laughs> I don't want to be here no more. This is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. This is what we do. I respect the crap. <laughs> now, now, Lala, Lala, after you put on the best main event in, in, in wrestling is we are wrestling history. Who's next for Lala, and why is it Masha Slamovich? Yo, you already answered it. Like, he already fucking answered the goddamn question, bro. Like, yo, man, like, like, yeah, I, I, it, there was three names that I mentioned when I came back. It was PB Smooth, Masha Slamovich, it was Mercedes Martinez, and it was Jordan Blade. PB Smooth won't wrestle me because I'm gonna beat his ass, bro. Like, I'm, I'm going to get somebody to book that match. And when it happens, it needs to be a lumberjack so he can't run from this lariat. He he's in Hollywood now. He's an actor now. He, he's not he's not a tough guy anymore. Man, I'm gonna put my Hollywood foot up his ass, respectfully. Uh, but no, I will say I will say this, Gino. Um, I, I will say this. Uh, I will also break another bit of news since you kind of like Ray. Sit down. Put it I out. got this. This is my show now. Yeah, no, that's I, it. It's just, it's, just, it's just I do know for a fact. 100% confirmed. Uh, someone reached out to me and said, win, lose, or draw. I want Lala next. Did you have them drug tested? Yeah. Uh, yes, I did. Yeah. I, did. I, I did. Oh, man. Um, but I had someone who came up to me and said, win, lose, or draw. I want Lala next. Um and so that person will be in the building. I, I won't announce it yet. I won't announce it, who it is. I'm not going to break that surprise just yet. Got to give them something to come to the show for, right? Um, but that person has said that they will be there in the building to watch that match on September the 8th uh, and may or may not um, step to Ms. What That Larry do. Like they would. Uh, I wish the fuck you would. Whoever, hey, whoever's watching, I wish you would. I wish you would step your rinky dink ass in my face after my match. I'm who, 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 fuck you up. Whoever you are, respectfully. God bless. There you go. Uh, now is... we can announce it's going to be Ray Sanchez versus. No, yeah. Oh, uh, oh really, nephew? That's what we doing? <laughs> no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> See, I, I thought Pete was at least going to let me go because he was trying to say for the longest I was placing bets against Lala. Like, he's been, he's been trying to spread that rumor since the match got announced. 
I mean, now he, he did, he did say fight. he did. He did initially say that he he thinks Mercedes got the edge. I did uh, not. Did. When did I say this? Right, Ray, Ray. If for your fam- your whole entire family is in a boat and they're about to die, <laughs> you have to wrestle Lala, Mercedes, or any of the four men in the tag match. Pick one. All your your family's dead, eaten by sharks. And it's on you. Oh, you got to pick one. Oh. Pick one. I, I, I'm, I'm going to go in with auntie because at least I'm going to get beat with love. <laughs> like, she's going to kill me. But it, it's, 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 it's going to be with love. Nah, man. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a team up with you. We're going to go fuck that shark up. We're going to go fuck up there all the go. sharks. Like, by the way, if you're not able to be in the Bronx this Friday, September 8th, you want to see all work. the action. Okay, sign up for Title Match Network. Nine if, if one month they'll give you one week free. You only pay for three weeks. It is nine ninety nine. But if you get a year, if you get a year, twelve months, they will give you two months free. It only costs you a hundred bucks for twelve months worth of content, and you will not only be able to see every single We Are Wrestling show that has been archived, but also live. You'll be also able to catch uh, content from Mission Pro Wrestling, from AML, from WrestleCade, Battle Club Pro. Listen, the Battle Club Pro footage that is on there is absolutely incredible, and it goes all the way back to the inception of Battle Club Pro. It is absolutely incredible, the, the content you can get. And I get it. Everybody says, oh, IWTV. Get them both. Get them both. Get a title match. Get an IWTV. Catch up on all the action. So if you're not there live, title match. Network is the only place. And I'm going to tell you this right now. This match, Mercedes Martinez versus Ruthless Lala, I will tell you right now, will not get uploaded to our YouTube. So if you want to catch this match live, be in the Bronx. If you want to watch it but you can't be in the Bronx, the only way you're going to watch it outside of clips is signing up for I don't care if you only do a month. Cancel after September 8th if you want. Titlematchnetwork.com. Sign up to watch Deja Vu live on Friday. That's how I'll be watching because it's cheaper than the bridges, some gas. Probably going to have my car broken into. Like it, it, I can do the $9.99 for the month to watch Lala and Mercedes. And nah, Gino just don't want to be there to get his ass whooped. Well, again. Actually, Pete, yeah, don't, listen funny. don't listen to this. The fact that. The fact that I'm wrestling Mercedes and both of us have whooped your ass, like I wouldn't want to be in the building either. Both sides of my face too. So it even sides of your face too. You act like legit. You evened it out because I was kind of drooping like Jim Ross for a little bit, and then you evened me out. So listen, if I wasn't if I wasn't a little afraid of of Nick Shin and Steve and and Uncle Steve and and Yardley, I I wouldn't be opposed to making Gino the special guest referee. Lala and Mercedes, but I kind of feel like not only would they all fight me, they would then jump Gino for that match. Match, you might as well just make that a no disqualification match because we're just gonna beat the shit out of Gino. <laughs> can, can I referee it from the stage? That doesn't even make sense. I don't sense. have to be in the ring, right? Like Mike Tyson you. outside, so like he was a special enforcer, yo. You're the referee ass. And for anybody that doesn't want to be there in person or can't afford title match, I will be pirating 
the match for four ninety nine. Hit the DM. It's going to be a little fuzzy, but you get what you pay for. Gino, we thank you for joining us here. We're going. We're going. We're going to say good night to you, brother. No, 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 no. Yeah, I want Gino on for this next one. All right, one more, one more second, one more second. Because there's a match we haven't talked about, and Ray, I'm honestly surprised that you have not spoken about this. There's two matches on this card that we have not mentioned. One yeah. being the grand championship title defense of Rob yeah. Gilljoy Quack. versus MLW's newest star, Ichiba. Yeah, but the other is the match we're going to talk about right now. This which match. all Which all starts with this tweet. I knew it. I fucking knew it. It all starts with a tweet like this. But the idea, funny enough, started so long before that. But this is where Pete decides to put it out in the air. Look, they both have this is where Pete man look don't 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 remove it. If you just look for a second, him and Darius has the same fucking facial expression. The only difference is, is Darius is to the side and Jarvis is looking directly at the camera. Look at it. The same look, the nose and the, look, the look, they got the same little dip in on the side. It's the same fucking facial expression. History. Look, look, even Gino doing it. We we now get it here. This Friday, it happens. The All Father Darius Carter versus the legend himself, Mister Number One, George South. I ain't gonna hold you, bro. That looked like some type like that that look like like I'm gonna get out of here, but I'm gonna leave y'all with that. That's like some Warriors type shit. Like, 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 it looks like a, like a, like an old triple OG against like an old triple OG blood. Like you didn't like put it back up there. You, you know, go to hell, Smiley. Like, look at that. Like, look, it looks like back in the day, their forefathers used to beat the shit out of each other. And now it's coming together for one last time. Like, it's like some Highlander endgame shit. Like there can only be one. I just really hope that, that George South can move a lot quicker. Because uh, uh, Darius boot don't don't discriminate. I've seen uh, a lot of people. I I, I seen Darius. <laughs> I, <laughs> I've seen Pete's taking that yakuza, so he he knows exactly. Yo, I've seen what that yakuza feels like. If y'all ever, if y'all ever watched Saturday Night Live, and like I'm, I'm like I'm gonna leave out with this. If y'all ever watched Saturday Night Live. And when they did the Debbie Downer, when she did their roo, 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 every time that I've seen Darius give somebody the boot, they did their roo, 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 roo face. So, like, I really hope George South can keep from getting kicked in the face. Which I don't think he will, but I just hope that he brings his A game. Because, like I said, like, I... I mean, the man has survived death matches with Colby Carino, Nick Gage... And I get that, and I get that, and I'm not taking away nothing from none of them because that's nephew and unk. But this is Darius Carter, bro. Darius Carter does not care. Like, I, I'm going to, damn it, I was supposed to already leave. Darius Carter is the one to legitimately, like, like no, like, yo, Darius would kick a baby. Shout out to Gene Sinsky. I love him. He's a, he's a sweetheart. But, like, Darius would legitimately kick a baby. Like he would like Darius is the one person on this earth that you should never get to be a babysitter. He's gonna be At late all. too. He's gonna be very late. You might as well just cancel your plans and just stay home at this time. Uh, I I really hope that 
Jar South is ready because I love Darius to death. He's an asshole. And when it's time to wrestle, Darius don't care. Like, he gives no fucks. Like, I saw him grab a woman by her face. And so, you know what? I'm, oh my God. The fact that I'm main event, that means I get to sit back and just watch all of this craziness. I'm excited. I am excited. The interesting thing is, and I'll leave you with this, Lala, before you leave. The day before this match, on Thursday, tomorrow, is George South's 61st birthday. Not his last, respectfully. Unless Darius has something to say about it. And then Darius' birthday is after. I believe. See, now, Pete, you're the one with the problem. I mean, I would think that you'd want to open the show with it because George probably has to get to bed. But Darius probably won't be there by the first match. So how do you juggle two, two personalities like that? I hope George South is watching this. And I hope that when your ass show up, he molly the shit out of you. I really hope. And I'm going to have my phone ready. To record you getting your ass whooped because you 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 always do this. You always sign a check your ass can't cash, and I keep telling you to shut up, Gino. So when George South fuck you up, oh oh oh, I'm having confetti. I'm having confetti. I love y'all, Gino. Stop talking shit, bro. Be better. Be fucking better. Y'all have a blessed one. I'm out. Respect. We love you, Audrey. See you Friday. Should I stop? But but Gino, I mean, listen, you've been you 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 came up in 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 Creator Pro in New Jersey, uh, and, and the and the amount of lineage and history in that building, right? Um, is you know names like George South are, are names that are are thrown about. And I remember, I remember talking to Dan Moff one day. And I said to him, I said, hey, Moff, I have this idea for a match. What do you think? And I told him, Darius Carter versus George South. And Dan just stopped. He just stopped and he looked at me and he said, you may not need to sell a single ticket because almost every wrestler in the area would want to watch that match. Like, what, what, what does that say, Gina, when it's like the match all the boys want to see? I hope that it translates to a match that all the fans want to see. Now you've got me. Yeah. You've definitely got me intrigued. Now I don't have a lot of um, experience watching George South. I wasn't an NWA guy, um, but after you know we hang up uh, on Ray and everything, I'm gonna make it my personal mission. Well, I work from home, so you know I can watch television all day. I am going to watch George South matches. And I'm going to I'm going to see what what that statement from Dan Moff meant. I mean about fifteen about fifteen or sixteen of those matches against Ric Flair. It was Ric Flair's favorite opponent when Ric Flair was in the WWF and in the and in the territories. He'd go around the Carolina. Get me George South. Let's just go wrestle George South. Uh, he actually wrestled. I, I was doing some research on this. George South was actually the first ever opponent for Owen Hart in his WWF debut when he first debuted as the Blue Blazer. He wrestled a young Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty. Was he always George South, or did he have a different gimmick? That No, it was George South. He wasn't Mr. Number One yet, but he was George South. 
Was he more of a Saturday morning type of enhancement guy? Uh, yes. Okay. Okay. Let me see. In fact, I believe he was also Great Muda's first opponent when Muda first debuted in WCW. So he's kind of like the litmus test. Yeah. By the way, if you look it up, if you look up uh, on on Google, on the Google machine, George South versus Owen Hart, it's the first YouTube that you get, the Blue Blazers debut, George Owen Hart versus George South from September 11th of what year is this? 1986? 1988. Ooh. So think about that. We're going on how many years? And George Salve is still going 40 strong. years in the business. And a- 40 years in the business. The man is turning 61 years old. He's facing the all-father for the first time. And mind you, old and crazy. Because this is the man who probably in the last th- four or five years has done multiple matches against Nick Gage, including death matches. Has made multiple appearances at GCW. Um, fought Colby Carino in a death match in North Carolina. Oh, and by the way, was also the man who trained Impact star Savannah Evans. Former Impact world champion Tessa Blanchard. Current WWE roster member Cedric Alexander. Uh, former Impact talent Caleb, uh, Caleb with a K. And the list goes on and on. In fact, also trained, I, I don't know if he's former or still under contract with the NWA, but uh, NWA talent uh, Darius Lockhart as well. Yep. And the list goes on, especially with the talent you see. A lot of the talent you see at Battle Club Pro coming from the South have all been trained by yeah, George so South. The Battle you, Club Pro franchise champion. What, what are you going to do if George doesn't care about the New York rules and starts to get hardcore on Darius Carter? That's a Darius Carter problem, not mine. I'm not. I'm not stepping in between the old man. Uh, the commission's gonna love this show on Friday. <laughs> Give the commission a different address. That would be Gino's new official We Are Wrestling position. Oh, uh, he he will be he will be the official uh, uh, fake out guy. <laughs> Wait, why have we not thought of this? How do I apply for that job? <laughs> He's the one we just have talked to Robert Orlando the whole time. How He's do just... I get that man's job? <laughs> All right, we got to look into this because if I'm the commissioner of New York, <laughs> do whatever you want. <laughs> No, no, what we, need, what we need you to do, Gino, is we need you to create the fudgy paperwork that says the show's over there when the show's really over here. I can do that. Yeah, see? You still don't got to leave your house. You can just sit in front of the TV and make it. Yeah, easy pass. So. That's <laughs> yeah, a scam, to. by the way. I just want to say that. Yeah, it really is. They hit really you is. up at least once or twice a month. I go through fucking... Six easy passes on the way to fucking Brooklyn, and I go through ten more on the way back. But no, 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 I didn't pay it. The one in the middle, because that makes a whole lot of fucking sense. Easy pass. Oh, then you're gonna send me the collections? Oh, fuck, 
fuck them. I know that when they call and they ask, oh, is so-and-so home? You say, who's calling? And then they say, is so-and-so home? Then you tell them to go fuck themselves because they're a bill collector, probably from the Easy Pass people, because they're never going to see that fucking money. You want, no, here's what, here's what I love about New Jersey Easy Pass. The, oh, you missed the, the, the $2.10 toll on the Garden State Parkway, but we're going to send you a bill three weeks after the fact that has a $50 administrative fee tacked onto it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. But then you call them and you say, after being on hold for 47 minutes, you call them and you finally get to somebody uh, and you say, hey, yeah, I got this bill, but I uh, I have an easy pass. And they're like, oh, don't worry about the $50 fee. Just send us the money. Right. How many assholes don't call and just pay the fee? Probably the same people that call it the Brooklyn. Ray, one day when you're old enough and you can drive, you'll be able to experience these things too. Yes, yes. One day when you're old enough to to drive and uh, actually, you know, understand what happens in, uh, you know, understand what happens at night when you can't turn over. Stoop kids afraid to leave the stoop. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna go now. Cause... <laughs> Thank you, Gino. It's, it's appreciated always. Don't don't worry. I'll still send you the the cards you need for for commentary. I got you. For the Your notes. Show, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got me you. and I got me you. and Ray have a deal. Whenever I am commentating on a show, he has to have me on as a guest, just specifically to run down the card with me, so I know who's wrestling. <laughs> yep. And then I give him notes. I give him little little sticky notes for the comment. So he has his. He's all settled. He's ready for... Ah. I am upset that I didn't start the Easy Pass scam. It's bullshit. (laughs) Someone had to. Someone had to, but unfortunately it wasn't Gino. But Gino, thank you so much for for joining us here. I don't know. uh, We'll we'll see you soon. We we got you, brother. Have a good one. And there was Gino Gatz. Um, Yeah. We still got one more match to go, Pete. We still have not talked about the We Are Wrestling Grand Championship being defended here as Rob Kiljoy defends against number one, Ichiban. Yeah, what well, 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 kind of interesting thing, we have both Mr. Number One and Number One Ichiban on the same show. All I'm saying is that promo needs to happen in the back. I'm not saying anything else. But um, let's, let's talk about this because it, it is no secret. At the last We Are Wrestling show, it was determined the number one contender for this championship would be the kick demon herself, Janai Kai. Unfortunately, well, it's it's a bittersweet thing because she is killing it currently in Japan, doing that insane excursion and just having a an insane right. time. Just learning the craft even better over there, doing some amazing things. If you haven't, go follow Janai Kai and see what she's been doing and just killing it over there in Japan. But with that being said, unfortunately, she cannot be here for Deja Vu, so Rob Kiljoy was left without an opponent. But who better than, again, you said it earlier, MOW's newest pickup here, number one, Ichiban, a man that is no stranger to gold right no. now. He's killing, it, he's killing it in TOS. He's killing it currently it at WrestleMania. Holding there. Like, he's, he's holding all the gold yeah. right now, and I think he's looking to add another one, but... He's going in there with the ugly duck, duckling himself, Rob Killjoy, who I don't think he's looking to lose any t- any gold anytime soon. 
He's currently holding that grand championship. He's currently holding one half of the Catalyst Tag Team Championships. I think Rob Kildare likes to have all the gold he gets. All the grilled cheeses, so. as as Rob would say. And yeah, Ichiban, no stranger to gold, currently holding, if I'm not mistaken, three championships at the moment. Wrestling Open champion, uh, Test of Strength K1 Classic champion. Shout out to Test of Strength. But also the Blood, Sweat, and Tears Heritage champion. Uh, over in Connecticut, uh, three titles that uh, Ichiban holds, and as you, as we both mentioned uh, recently, uh, setting MLW on fire as well. Uh, Rob Kiljoy, though, no stranger to gold, but it's 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 been an interesting ride for Kiljoy, right? Because Kiljoy did come out on top. He was the grand champion. He won the There Can Only Be One tournament, and many people kind of counted him out. I mean, Rob Kiljoy had the uh, the reputation of not being able to win the big one. And uh, that all changed in, in March of 2023 when he became the We Are Wrestling Grand Champion. And um, this will be his first home defense. He made a couple defenses out on the road uh, having having the championship. Um, and, you know, this is his first home defense. It's the first time he's defending the title in the building that he won it at. And, and, and what an, and what a, uh, you know, opponent it's going to be in Ichiban. I know Ichiban is very excited. I've spoken to his, uh, his translators his official translators, and they have said that Ichiban has been training. Ichiban was watching that match uh, that Darius Karnov Kiljoy had for the championship. Uh, and in fact, Ichiban was in the building uh, for our first We Are Wrestling show in the Bronx, so stayed to watch the whole thing and not a stranger to Killjoy at all. So it's going to be very, very interesting to see this match. I and mean, as you said, waiting in the wings, regardless of it's Rob Killjoy and still We Are Wrestling Grand Champion. Or Ichiban and new We Are Wrestling Grand Champion. Either way, both of those individuals have to look over their shoulder and realize that the Kick Demon, that Janai Kai, is breathing down their necks for her shot at the We Are Wrestling Grand Championship, which she did. Like you said, she earned that shot by defeating, you know, Trisha Dora. And um, that's no easy feat in and of itself. You know, so... It's going to be very interesting, win, lose, or draw, whoever walks out the grand champion, you know, is, is first of all, is Janai going to be back, right? Because one thing I will I will say right here, plain, plain as day, Janai Kai, whenever she is, returns to America and we are able to, once again, mesh schedules where her availability matches our, our a show date for us, she will be first in line for a shot at the grand championship, no matter who the grand champion is at that time. Um, and, 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 you know, she's looking for you. She, she's messaged me a couple of times and she's like, I can't wait. And when we announced that Ichiban was going to be the replacement for that Janai Kai Rob Kiljoy match, Janai actually sent us a message and she said, oh yeah, I like that. So again, a lot's riding on this. And again, it's the title match. It's trying to be able to be at the top of the food chain here at We Are Wrestling. So many things riding. So many just outcomes that can happen. And then again, you have the Kick Demon waiting in the wings. And then with this stacked card, this the whole card is top to bottom just truly insane. If you guys haven't already, make sure. Link is in the description down below. Get your tickets for Deja Vu. Be a part of a history-making event. The second year anniversary right there. Get your tickets if you can't make it. Unfortunately, again, things happen. 
It's a, it's a Friday night. Maybe you have some other things going on. Make sure you're watching it on Tile Match Wrestling Network. Again, $10 for a month, $100 for the year. That's two months free right there. Make sure you get that. Be a part of this. Watch the insane event. Already announced right there. You saw what Pete said earlier. The main event will be Ruthless Lala versus Mercedes Martinez. And then you have the rest of a stacked card right there. Pete, I, it's always a pleasure to have you on, brother. Great event right here. And I can't wait to see what happens when it goes down this Friday. Oh, man, it's uh, it's going to be one hell of a show. And I know, like, you know, this this show had to be super duper duper stacked just because of, of what it was. And it, it, so many things came together like this may be. And I've been told by a couple of people and, and I this is their opinion, not mine. Um, this may be the best show top to bottom that we've put together in our uh, six, this will be our sixth show, our sixth show history. Um, and then Gino said something earlier, this might have the ability to be the best main event. We've had some great main events. This one's going to be, going to be definitely be up there. Well, Ray, I, I want to thank you for giving us the time, giving and giving everybody the time that you do week in and week out to all the guests that you have on respect the graph, pushing every show, pushing everything. Um, really want to give a shout out to you and what you do with respect the craft uh, and what you've been doing uh, as well with the knuckleheads, even though fuck you, Ray, um, you know, but uh, got to keep the energy, yeah. got to keep the energy, but no, thank you, brother. And again, it's always a pleasure. Like I said, anytime and anyone, especially when we're promoting these shows, I can't wait to see to you on. in the Bronx, right? You, I, I will be making my way. It's, it's going to happen this Friday. I'll be making my way somehow, but it's going to happen. But guys, please make sure you're following We Are Wrestling on all of their social media. Follow them there on Instagram, We Are Wrestling 1. Follow them on Twitter at Wrestling underscore We. And make sure you get your tickets. All the links will be in the description down below. Until next time, guys, as always, don't forget to be wise, be genuine, be real, be better people, respect the craft, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.